Well, ladies and gentlemen, after a one-year hiatus, uh, Tro's talk is back. I'm getting, uh, I won't lie, I'm pretty fucking nervous that it's back on. I'm kind of, it's weird because I, like, I, I feel like I'm starting over again, so I kind of want to um, get, you know, new and improved Tro's talk 2.0. Um, today, I got one of my great friends, Mitch Chefchik over here, we call him Boosie. Um, people who really love them and if they're fucked up, they call Boosie Badass. Um, just dear Hi. friend of mine, we're kind of just going to shoot the shit today. Nothing, nothing serious. He just wanted to come on talk. He's, uh, you know, just right now grinding away, about to go to either farmer school uh, and uh, toying around with some music. There's a, he's making me a track for my intro here, which I am fucking excited about. Um, but Boosie, go ahead. Say uh, hello to the people. Howdy, y'all. My name is Boosie. So how you been, man? How was, uh, how was your day yesterday? Uh, I was pretty good, man. Just typical, same old, same old Friday work. Yeah. Where'd you guys play hard? Play hard. Drinks. Uh, we went out to uh, Love Child last night. It's a new bar down in Soho out here in Tampa. Okay. Pretty good. Not too, not, not too, uh, not too over the top. But still, uh, still a little upscale, so it's kind of kind of a good spot for young adults. I would say. I was about to say, is it like a kind of like that young adult scene? Young adults for sure. Like young starting out sure. career or something like that. Yeah, yeah, young, young adults like twenties. Yeah, I always like those bars too because you got away. Um, like as fun as college bars are when you're that age to get wrecked, like it's awesome. You know, you get cheap drinks, um, but. The young adult bars I like a lot more because it's like people who have a little bit of money now. So like they're not worried about the expensive cocktails. You know what I mean? Like they're just like they're there to have fun. Yeah, drink, yeah for sure. Fun. They're not really worried about the bill. <laughs> it's always the, that was always the fun thing is like when I was I think when I went 21 it was like my see my dad would be all out like drinking and when you know there's like 10 of you out and then your dad doesn't bad an eye when he's paying the bill you're like that's where you want to be in life yeah exactly <laughs> that's where you want to be in life i don't i want to i want to be able to pay the bill without having to look at it right and not even worry oh man that's that's where I, in college is like the worst of that like you get the exact opposite of that where every time you swipe your card you're like i'm not sure it's gonna go it's, you know when i was in high school um i forgot what class it was but there was like a class of something and the teacher asked, like, what, what does it mean to you to be financially stable? Right. And one of the girls, I think her answer was brilliant. It was, I want to be able to shop without having to look at the price tag. Uh-huh. And, I, and that kind of just resonated with me because it's like, you know, like, that's kind of right. Like, yeah. when, uh, I mean, college student, young adult, when I go shop, look at things like I'm looking at price tags, not a little less now than I was maybe like a year ago because I've a job and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to, you know, someday be able to shop and not have to look at the price tag, just, you know, pay buy whatever I want. So, I think in terms of financial stability, that was like a good uh like a good analogy for me. I want to be able to look I want to be able to look and buy without looking at the price tag. Yeah, yeah. And I think the same applies for like going out to a restaurant or a bar. You want to be able to order the meal or order the drink that you know, it might be a little more expensive, but like, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I totally you make mean, enough like, money. Yeah, yeah. Where you go in and you're, you, you sit down and you're like, 
okay, should I get a side or, or not a side, should I get an appetizer or should I get drinks? When you're having to pick one or the other, yeah, when you want to go in, you want to be like, dude, I don't, like, you don't care. You're just like, let's get some appetizers. You're not thinking about it. You're just ordering. You're just like, yeah, I totally agree. three appetizers. Let's get our entrees. Let's get a round of drinks. Let's, we'll let's all get an appetizer. Let's all get an yeah. entree and let's all get five drinks to go with it. Because there's, and there's, and the other thing too is there's nothing worse than, in my opinion, than when you go out to dinner and you share an appetizer, I hate it. I hate it because really? I'm, I'm a decently big guy. So I don't like, like I'm skinny, like I'm lean, at, like, but I'm tall. So, and I can eat like a motherfucker. So um, I don't want to go and share six bruschetta with <laughs> <laughs> three people. I'm like, I would much rather get four appetizers to the table. That way I know we're all getting a good amount of like fucking appetizer food. Um, but I'm also just a barbarian when it comes to eating. So. Uh, it's a little different. I mean, but, I think some appetizers are meant to be shared more than others. Yeah. Like, are you, are you going to eat a massive mound of calamari by yourself? No. No, that's true. That's true. But uh, I guess it would be then more certain appetizers. Um, like the worst I hate is like uh, a good example always comes to mind for me is like quesadillas. Like if you're at like a really good Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Like, oh. Like there's generally only. Making like, me hungry. Yeah. They're like four big slices of quesadilla but you're generally probably gonna get one maybe two if you're like with a group of people so i'm the same way dude like i want to be able to come in and be like where you know you can sit down with like your friends and nobody's worried about the bill because you anybody can either throw their card down and um i'll pay actually it just came to my head this is my idea of financial stability being able to go Let's out with my, being able to go out with my friends to a bar or a restaurant and be able to play credit card roulette <laughs> worry about it if my card gets selected <laughs> if me and all my boys go out like there's six of us and we're out to dinner and we're getting like three or four rounds of drinks we're all just like mad eating and the credit card roulette comes up and my card gets selected and i ain't worried about it that would be my financial stability what now if you play credit card roulette does that mean the next time you guys all go out together you're exempt from having to pay um, I don't think about the next time you go out because I would imagine the next time you guys go out and do something like that would probably be a month or two away. And like, you know, it wouldn't really matter at that point. You've made money back, shit like that. Um, but what I would say is it would probably exempt you from if you guys were all going to go to another bar at, um, like the rest of the night. Yeah. I would be like, you, you don't have to pay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see, I see your point. Again, you could argue, right? If you had true yeah. financial stability, you wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> if your car I, gets- think, I think, I think, you know, that's true. But at the same time, like, how fair is it if you're paying, if, if you know, you, you go to every bar throughout the night and you're playing roulette and you got to pay for all of it. Next yeah. thing you know, you charge, up a, you charge up a grand on your credit card and you're like, damn. I can. Are these really you- my homies? I can tell no one felt bad for me right here. I can tell you this right now. When I didn't have money, I spent probably on my boys. Like we were going out. Cause I'm the type of dude where like, if we're going out and someone's like, I don't know, man, like I just, I don't really have the money or like, I need to save up a little bit. Like I'll be like, all right, shut the fuck up. I'm paying. Yeah, I got you. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way, honestly. Like, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, yeah. I've done it for other people and other people have done it for me. So, exactly. you know, I've been on both ends of it. And you know what? Yeah. Honestly, sometimes 
you know, if, if the homie doesn't have the, the funds to go out and you pay, it kind of feels good, you know, like, yeah, you feel good about yourself. You don't throw it in their face. Uh, you feel, you do. But feel then y'all, you have a good time anyway. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to, you don't want to like have the night be slowed down just because somebody was like, I can't really afford that. And so it's like, it's a group effort at that point. You're like, all right, I got him. And you kind of just shoulder it. And you're like, I don't want like, the night's going well, you're here, we're all enjoying your company. Like, it doesn't make sense for you to leave. So it's like, I would much rather, so what, I got to eat another $100, let's say, right? If we're yeah. out just drinking, I got to eat another $100, who cares? Um, but you know what, next time though, like, I feel like it's always reciprocated. I mean, if they're your always, real friend, always. it's always reciprocated. And it's kind of a true testament to who, you know, who you got, your good friends Those are. Your real friends, yeah. Because 100%, I agree with that. do it and don't, you don't ask those are the ones that like those are the g's that stay around you know what i mean like yeah for sure like hey man hey we're going out and it'll be even something like you could have forgotten like i've had this happen um like i'd be like hey man don't worry let's go uh, i got drinks let's go and they're like no, no 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 like you paid for me last time I'm like oh all right yeah i totally forgot about that and they're like boom like those are the friends that are like they last man those are the people oh 100 like, last and, and i'd honestly say most of my friends are all like that you know yeah. Yeah, Most of my a, close friends, you know who they are. They know who yeah, they yeah. are. I, I got a lot of friends like that too, which I, I enjoy. And uh, it, it just makes it, I don't know, it's not stressful. You don't have to worry about it. And it's like, I, and it, it, you could say at some level it is selfish in the sense that you're doing it to like, because you do, you feel good. Like how often have like, I've done that and I'm like, yeah, of course I feel good about myself because like, I, regardless like you are doing something nice for somebody so and you, you do get like a warm fuzzy feeling You're i was like, gonna say you definitely have get some personal satisfaction with that yeah well. absolutely um i think it's like that friend show where it's like phoebe was saying that all level like any amount of charity like at some level it's always selfish because you're doing it to be a good person and it is true i mean i never thought of it that way but i guess that is kind of true <laughs> yeah it's like if it was true, it's true, selfish true, but you know you're being okay. selfless yeah there's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself if you're helping others i agree i agree i agree and i I think you should i think where it gets weird is like where people then they go and that's all they talk like or they they put it out there and they brag yeah that's the thing like it's one thing to be charitable and you know feel a little selfish and good about yourself it's another to be like oh you know i just donated ten thousand dollars but i'm gonna post it all over my instagram or something so everybody knows it's like (laughs) it doesn't make sense i mean yeah yeah that's great like thank you for doing that like that's very very admirable to you know donate that kind of money but like did you do it for the actual charity or did you do it to gain clout on social media? exactly and that's where i hate i remember a couple years ago i got into it on twitter with somebody because uh somebody had posted something like talking about how um i think they were some i can't remember the original post but somebody replied to it and was like demonizing this person and they were like i've gotten up i got up at 3 a.m like i went and did eight hours he was like listing all these things he did and i was like hey man next time and i just chimed in i was like hey man next time you want to like talk about your great deeds i was like maybe don't fucking brag about it and just fucking do it yeah for sure you're this great person i'm like you had to come here and tell everybody about all these you, again. Yeah. Like, it, it's not coming off that it's not coming off that you did this cause you're a kind soul. It's coming off that you just want everybody to know that you're a good person. I'm like, that's actually the definition of like a shitty person. Yeah. yeah. People, like, if you're a good person, people will know, you know, 
here's a great, a great example. Donald Trump did this. He, he did this. Um, his limo broke down. This was years ago. Oh, I have, I know exactly where you're going with the story. I've seen it. I see nobody in the media will hear about this. Very few people. I've read about this. Yeah. Limo breaks down in a family, mom and pop family come by, they uh, help him out with his car. Now the level of how much they helped him, maybe they couldn't even help him at all, but they tried, right? That was the point is they got out of their car and they saw somebody, it didn't matter this fucking person had all the money in the world. And they probably didn't even know it was Donald Trump when they originally got out. And they try helping him uh, with his car broken down. And uh, it was a week later, they received the deed to their house and everything, their entire house was paid off. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's he doesn't go to the media. He doesn't. You know, he's actually done that. F- not that specific oh, thing, but he's done he's things like that for a lot of people. Like somebody who, like, they shake his hand just like too genuinely, and he's like, "Your house is paid off." <laughs> You're like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, you won't ever hear about that in the media. Yeah, and, but that's why I love. But that's what I'm saying is like the story is so great. It's like he's not going and fucking telling anybody about. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Like. Somebody was in there. The only reason I found out about it was because, like, they were doing an interview with them, and the guy interviewing them brought the fucking story up. It was like, oh, really? Story. He goes, is this true? Goes, okay. So you actually heard it, like, from him. I just, yeah, I like, had, I had just read something online about yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, actually being interviewed. And the anything. guy, like, asked him, he goes, we heard this story. We want to confirm it and see if it's true. And the guy's like, is this true? And Donald Trump's just like, yeah, that's true. And he goes, that's fucking insane, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Without even batting eyes, so he like he doesn't like he's oddly a humble guy for how outspoken he is. Does that make sense? Like for yeah, hundred percent. I mean, how brash he is, and he is brash. Like people who hate him, like I get it. I, I do. You know, that's how he is to the he. Everybody. He's brash to people who don't like him or people who are against him. People you know who support him. Mm-hmm. I feel like they look at what he says, and it's just like oh. Donald's Donald's doing his thing on Twitter again today. Let's, let's all tune in. Let's all tune in and see what entertainment we got today. But you're right. He is a very humble person for his stature. You know, he, for one house, of the richest people on the planet. And yeah, he's he a doesn't very have house. to be humble, but he is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, he, but that's like the type of people you want around you. Th- those are the good people. Um, you know, and I, I saw this thing and this is something that kind of like – you know, spoke to you and like, uh, just some of my close friends, kind of the same thing is, I was reading this thing. They're like, if you're in the age range of like 22 to 30 and your friends aren't, you and your friends aren't talking about these. And it was like, Oh, I invest- see, yeah. yeah. It was like new investment options. It was like businesses. And it was like, it was just like really like serious life things where like you can be it not serious in the manner. Where, I'm sure everybody knows not serious in the manner that like, it's going to like, uh, life or death, but seriously, in the manner that it's going to better you. You know what I mean? It's yeah, all- you know, yeah, it's you're grown, you like grown up stuff, right? And how often do you and I talk about my podcast and your your music making? Never, like, never, never. <laughs> oh fuck out of here, bro! We talk about this shit. Don't listen to him. He, it's never we, daily, daily, daily. <laughs> and um, and like those are the people you want around you. You want those people who are like. You know, uh, people that are helping you reach your goals, right? And it, the people who, and maybe you have friends like this, right? And maybe it's more like this. And these are the friends, and they're not necessarily bad friends, but they're not people you want to be like hanging out with, regardless. It's like, say you got an idea, and you're like, hey, you know, I was thinking about doing this, and your friends respond with, oh, that's that's cool, awesome, and they kind of brush it off, like they're not bad friends, but they're not the friends who are going to be trying to get you to your goal, like. 
those are the people yeah. who probably are more so he's not gonna like he's not gonna achieve it or he's not actually gonna go after it Facts. they're not bad people i agree they might call themselves realists but it is what it is you know what i mean you want those yeah. people who are gonna be like that's why you want those people who are like hey man uh what have you done for your show lately you know what i mean like what are you doing to promote it further how how are you trying to get other uh other people on so um so i wanted to start topic we just got a good rambling rambling session there um which is just my fucking me with your best shot is my ideal podcast i love that's like where i want my podcast to go is this is not actually at all what I wanted. It's like, wasn't even in the forefront of my mind when we started recording and just went on a 20 minute rambling session about. It was, damn, it was 20 minutes. I don't know. My, my sense of time might be, might be off. I, apparently I la- don't last that long in bed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. No comment. I, I guess I am short on the. Um, all right. So I do want to start with something with you though. What's something that's pissed you off in the last two weeks that you just kind of want to vent about? Something that's pissed me off in the last two weeks? Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. You know, I I get pissed off, but I try not to let it uh, try not to let it simmer too long. Mm-hmm. You know what I really, really fucking hate? What? Pedestrians. Okay. Continue, because I got thoughts on this shit too, bro. I fucking hate pedestrians. Okay. All you people listening out there, if you're a pedestrian, which you will be, obviously, at some point in your life, <laughs> get out of the way of the car. Out. Thank you. It is It is a big problem. It's actually a massive problem here in Portland, dude. Like, Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there, like LA, like, I mean, I know in LA, like, you could get a serious ticket for jaywalking or something, you know? Yeah, I don't. My cousin did. She got she got like a hundred and fifty dollar fine for jaywalking, like when the when the hand was red or something. Yeah, LA I think is super strict on it. Um, so much so that they actually put it into a show, New Girl. Like they actually, <laughs> yeah, they made a joke about it in New Girl. I didn't know that. Like one of the main character gets uh, two jaywalking tickets in like five minutes because he's like trying to talk to somebody, but they happen to be crossing the street, and he's like, "Fuck!" If the cops all dude <laughs> i just you know i was uh i was trying to go to the gym the other day with with my roommates uh yeah, yeah. sasha and pablo and um i had i had to i had gone and we had gotten like halfway there and i had to come back because i forgot my headphones story of my life right yeah. um and i pulled up in the garage ran up into my apartment got it came out and you know there was a woman who was like walking her dog cool walk your dog do whatever you gotta do yeah but like i started backing up and like i stopped because like i saw her in the rear view and then like she like walked behind my car and just stood there and she started talking to someone and then um so like i'm sitting there like in reverse like waiting to go and she's just standing there talking to someone and i like reached my head out and i'm just like yo can you please move like i'm trying to reverse and then, like you know, they had like a little conniption about it it's like okay like I get it. Like you're standing there talking, but like, can you just move so I can drive the car? And that way, like I could go where I need to go and you could do what you need to do. I, and bro. it's like, they had got like an attitude about it. It's like, it, why? They, why you're standing behind my car? Like I can't hit you why. and I need to go do things. Here, here's what it is too. It's all because when you're fucking 16 years old 
and you got to take your goddamn permit test. And the first thing you fucking read about pedestrians is pedestrians always have the right of way, bro. It gives people such a sense of entitlement. It pisses me off. Huge entitlement. Pisses me off. It's I mean, especially on a college campus, man. You know how that goes. Yeah. People, you, people literally jaywalk to try to get hit because they want that free tuition. <laughs> yeah, they want their student loans paid off. Uh, bro, it, it's a, it's like actually a big problem here. It it is so bad in Portland where people like if you're coming up to a crosswalk and somebody's like within ten, like you pretty much like within ten feet of like entering the crosswalk you pretty much have to put your brakes on because that person's going and they're going to look at you. If you, I've had where I kid you not, dude, I've had so many dirty looks and people look at me like, what the fuck? And, um, I got two stories. I look at them like, what the fuck? Every single time. (laughs) One's pretty funny. Um, so this one, like I've had times where like I've come up to the crosswalk and Portland's pretty bad about, um, it's street designs where the cars are like, you have to like almost get the nose of your car in the middle of the intersection just to see, um, if a car's coming because it's like the way cars park on the street, it kind of leaves a lot of blind spots and you can't really tell if a car's coming or not. Um, so you have to like really put your nose out there. I've had that where I'm like, I'm not even looking to go. Like I'm just trying to see if a fucking car is coming. So I don't get T-boned. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I'm like trying to go through and it's a two way street. Right. And so I'm like pulling up, I'm trying to look around. And then as I look left to see if a car is coming, there's like two people on the sidewalk and they're like looking at me disgusted. I'm like, I can't fucking see anybody. I'm like, I am sorry that exactly. I deterred you fucking five seconds. You need to go around my car. But I'm like, I literally cannot see anybody coming. Or, or you know, or you'll get like the pedestrians where it's like they jaywalk, they'll jaywalk in the middle of the street and like, you can't see them yeah, because you know, like something's in the way. And then you like, you know, you almost hit them because you, you can't see them. And then they look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. I, I want to say a few weeks ago when I was like, right, right. When I was like at the tail end of moving here yeah, from, from North Tampa, I had driven back up there like at night and it was, you know, it was dark out. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I mean, you've driven down Fletcher at, at some point. It's not the, it's not the most well-lit place. And you know, there's a lot of people uh, walking nice. around there at night that don't really give a shit. Yeah. And like, thank, thank God. Like I was really paying attention to the road at that moment because there was like some homeless person just walking down the middle of the street in the, in the middle of the dark with a black shirt on and jeans. And it's like, dude, like I, I almost hit the guy. Like yeah. I had to swerve out of the way. Not because I, I was paying attention too, and I still almost hit him. It's like some people like the pedestrians, like they just got a death wish, man. Yeah. It's, dude. it's sad. Like just walk, just don't walk in the middle of the road. Yeah. And also, it, you know, if there's one car coming, wait until the car goes before you jaywalk. Don't right. jaywalk in front of the one car. <laughs> and here's a great parallel, too, for it, at least in my head. It, how often when you're walking and somebody else is walking by you, you immediately just get out of the fucking way, like, because you don't want to hit that person? Like, yeah. a car is four times the size of a person. How the fuck are you just, like, not moving out? Like, if a car, if I'm walking and I think a car is going to go, like, I wait. First of all, I wait people yeah, on. Oh, oh, I'm the same way. Like, I don't ever trust the car. Yeah, I, I don't. Because you know how many times people don't pay attention? Like, and you just get fucked. Exactly. Well, especially I mean, with phones and everything. I was. And I all was, the media in cars. Yesterday, I was on my way to the gym, and it was a one-way street going from my right to my left. And there was a guy coming across. I have the right-of-way because there's a stop sign. Actually, no, that's, that's false. So it's one way. It was 
um, not a one way. I was going through, like I was going through the street and it was a two way, but it was, they had stop signs, right? On the crossing street. And mm-hmm. this dude, and I could see him, like I was coming up. I had really good visibility on him. This motherfucker, dude. So he stopped and then he's like, I'm coming up. And it was like at that, at that area where I'm like, either one of us could go and it wouldn't really matter. Like I wasn't angry about him, but it, it gave me the realization of how little attention people pay when they drive because oh, they don't pay attention at all. Was looking right. And then he starts going, didn't even see me, dude. Didn't even see me all the way through the, like all the way through the intersection. He was going, never turned his head left. I'm like, had I just not been paying attention for half a second, I could have T-boned that dude. Yeah. And he, that, that's why, like, if I'm coming up, I see a car, if it looks like they are a possibility may go, just like you said, bro. Just like, wait a second. Wait a second. Make sure they stop, then go. And people here, bro, that I don't know what it is, but they have an audacity, like, they think they're on the road. So this story I was going to tell you was coming out of this market, and I come out, and then it's like you immediately come up to a, a street light. And it's, uh, I was turning right. So obviously I don't have to wait for it to turn green and I'm looking and I'm looking to see if a car is coming. And as I start to turn, I'm turning my head, my car moves like four fucking feet, dude, if that, and I see there's a crosswalk. Cause like, as soon as you turn right, like almost immediately there's a crosswalk. Um, and these two people walking across, I'm kid you not the front of my car is like, 10 feet from them, dude. And I break. I'm not even fully in the intersection. Like my ass, my car is still in the turn, like in the turn lane almost. And they're looking at me like disgusted, disgusted. Like, like I almost hit them and like, I'm this terrible person so much. So, and this is why I have the absolute certainty that they felt this way because when they finally made it on the street and I was starting to turn right, they were still eyeballing me. They were eyeballing me as they even turned up the street and started walking up the street so as I'm coming up the street, I slam on my brakes and roll my window down. And I look at her, like the girl's boyfriend in the eyes. And I go, you got something to fucking say, dude? Right. Sprint, like turn her head, walk away. And I'm like, fucking pussies, bro. Like, don't, don't sit there. I'm like, I didn't even come close to hitting you. I did nothing wrong. I let you fucking go. And I'm like, and it's I, amazing. Yeah, you have the audacity to look at me for two minutes. Like I'm this terrible person. I was like, I, was, I think it's I, just I, whack. Like it doesn't even matter if they're jaywalking or not. If you hit them, it's still your fault. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. It pissed me off is like, I, I was so heated. Like I came home and vented to it, uh, to Lindsay. I don't really, do <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't like that person. Like to come home and just vent about, I was so heated. Bro. Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> There's two people meeting that today. I had, I had so many be mean to me at school today. I <laughs> <laughs> tight, bro. I was so heated. And you know, like when you're heated and then like, even right now, like I'm kind of getting all energized and like, I can tell. it's that coffee you're drinking. What kind of coffee are you drinking? Uh, Starbucks. Um, Lindsay has the, cause she works there. So she actually can bring home like some of the top notch shit. Like, oh really? High caffeinated stuff. Um, she better bring annoying. home that like nitro cold brew shit, bro. That stuff is lit. She love bro. Dude, Lindsay loves that shit too. Do you want to hear what Lindsay drinks, man? Like, and she'll wonder why she's always dehydrated and like has like just drink straight coffee bro no like she does like a quadruple shot over ice and like every like, every, like i don't get it and i'm like dude you're taking in like you're taking in like 600 almost 600 like i would 600 is probably way over i don't I think, know i think i think a shot of espresso has like 60 to 80 milligrams of caffeine does it 
Yeah. Those, you know, but still, guys. like, four of them, that's, you know. What, like, four, 300? Yeah. Yeah, a little, little, yeah, dude, that's, like, more than drinking a whole bang. Let's see how much. Let me look it up really quick because now I'm curious. Because I actually – I drink an espresso usually, like, once a day. That's, like, my, my morning wake-up because we uh, – we ran out of K cups, so I've been, and we have a, an espresso maker. So I've been, uh, I've been just drinking a little thing of espresso in the morning. How do you like it? Um, four. So it's sixty-four. Sixty-four. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was between sixty and eighty. Um, I actually, I like. I mean, I've always liked coffee. Um, espresso. It's kind of not new to me. Like I've had an espresso, obviously, but we. We got given a an espresso maker, and I love it. It's easy. It's, um, I mean, it's it's a little more work, you know. I you do have to like fill up the little handle thing, and yeah. then that's literally it, though. Once you fill it up and put it on there, all you do is turn the button and it goes. So it's that's, not much. It, it's not much more work than using a Keurig, you know. Yeah. And that's uh, what I like about it. It's quick. It's easy, and it gets the job done. Yeah, and espressos are quick too. Like, and they're. And they're not long to drink. You know what I mean? Like you drink a cup of coffee, yeah. probably like 150 milligrams of coffee or caffeine in there, but you, uh, you know, it probably takes you 20 minutes drinkers. Yeah. You're sipping on it. You're sipping. Yeah. The espresso is like, yeah, you know, separate. two or three sips and it's already gone. Yeah. Depending on how much you drink, like a normal, I would just, I just do a normal one, yeah. one shot of espresso. So yeah. Wake you right up. Literally like that. I put a little bit of froth almond, almond milk in there and a little bit of sugar and I'm good. I don't, I don't do that. So to start out with coffee, bro, I, I actually never really liked coffee for a very, very long time. Like for years, year, like I probably started drinking coffee the last five years, maybe. Um, reason being my parents, and I don't know if they said this because it was just like, you know, you know how like our parents' generation, all them, they just always had these like old wise sayings that were like, oh, yeah. spinach, you'll get strong or whatever. And it was like, right. You'll get tapeworms if you eat raw meat. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I was always like, I, I'm not sure if it was an old wise theory or they were just trying not to get me to drink their coffee, but um, <laughs> they were always like coffee stunts your growth. So I never touched coffee because I just always wanted to be tall. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that too. Back yeah, in so it was like, I'm not drinking coffee till, and it wasn't until I was like 23, 24, and I was like getting up and I was a little tired. And I was like, all right. And like, I also started reading too, like coffee just has a lot of health benefits. Super good for your liver. It does actually. It does. Super good for your I liver. think that's a very, very overlooked thing about coffee is it is very beneficial to your health if you look at it. They have like new, new studies every year where it's like they find something new with coffee that's like really good for you. It's like it helps prevent colon cancer because it obviously mm-hmm. is sort of laxative almost. So it's like you should. <laughs> It like constantly so it's yeah like, oh, it's another reason why i drink it in the morning just so yeah. everyone knows um, get your bowels moving and it's surprising <laughs> how fucking quick it is too do you ever know oh, dude and dude i don't want to i don't want to get into talking about poop here but dude sometimes like i'll be drinking a starbucks man i take two sips and i already gotta oh, go you're right, on the <laughs> right on the toilet it's amazing <laughs> it's, it's like what does that mean where it's like drinks a coffee and it's like there's like a little polar bear in the background sticking his head out of like uh the zoo thing and it's all bonjour <laughs> it's all like <laughs> it's so it is so insane though it it's like sometimes for like, me it just it's it moves like bro, sometimes like even making coffee, <laughs> just go. like my stomach's rumbling and i'm like god I'm like, what is this? A placebo effect? I feel like I'm like Pavlov's dog. Like I just Am I drinking coffee or is this actually just a laxative? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> fucking trained at this shit now. And uh 
but yeah, no, it, Lindsay complained like a week in, um, like she was like on the phone with my mom. She's like, yeah, she's like, I just need a coffee maker. I'm trying to go buy one today. And my mom's like, oh, don't worry about it. And gives her like this baller coffee maker that it's like the same one my parents have. It's like, it's probably like a hundred dollars, $150, maybe max, uh, probably 150 knowing my mom. Cause my mom just loves Lindsay. So she's like, if my if Lindsay was like, hey, I'm not feeling good, my mom would like send her 40 ibuprofen, they just love her, Dayquil, and like just 20 blankets, <laughs> like coddle her. I'm like, my I'm sick. My mom's like, have you rubbed dirt in it? <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so. So your parents are big. Like, are they like coffee nerds? Like, they're really into oh. it. Uh, is that how you got into it, or? I'm not into it because so my parents drink it really like odd like they like a shit ton of cream in their coffee I'm not I like my black Ooh, uh, yeah I'm I'm more on I'm I'm not a black straight up but I prefer oh, less exactly. less cream and everything I need a little bit of almond I like almond milk but I I'll do uh, a little bit of almond milk and that's it I don't mm-mm. the one problem so I had read is like the more cream sugar you have in it the just the less nutritional your coffee becomes but well yeah you're other, putting all them fats in it there it does dilute the the strongness of the coffee for your enamel purposes, which is actually a good mm. thing too. Cause like pure black coffee is not great for your enamel. Uh, I don't know if coffee beans like create super, are they super acidic? I don't think so. Is coffee acidic? I'm gonna I wouldn't up. know. I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't think they're acidic, but you know, it's just like, uh, I, I didn't like drinking like caramel or, or like eating caramel, like really bad for your teeth too. Like, you, you know, you, Obviously, you're not supposed to drink soda because there's a lot of sugar in it. Yeah, it is. It actually is acidic. It's, oh, it is? Really? Not not like massively. It's not like sulfuric acid, but it's like generally it's got a pH balance of like four to five. I mean, water seven. So it's like that's probably why it's bad for your enamel. And also makes sense like if you haven't eaten anything and all you've had is um, coffee. Three glasses of coffee. You can get like heartburn a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Oh, no, you're good. No, nothing. I, I was just asking, you know, if how you got into the coffee. My parents, my mom loves um, coffee. My so how I got it. into it was I just woke up. Um, great reminder. I think I was actually in the middle of telling us and I got sidetracked. Um, I got into it because I was just old. Like I was older. Like when I, so when I first moved to Florida, um, as you know, like I didn't go straight into college. I took a year and a half off of school so I could get residency and I worked full time and I was waking up. Smart early. move. Yeah. And I For was anyone listening. Smart move. <laughs> I would, I would strongly suggest it. It saved my tuition. I, I agree. I didn't do that, but I agree with what he's saying. Yeah. Do it. 30 save yourself lots of money. Yeah. It, it saved me 22 grand a year. I mean like 22, 23 grand a year. Um, I, I, I know where yeah, you, I know out. where that is and I know where I am and I wish I would have done. That. Yeah. You, you, cause you paid out of state. Do you still pay out of state? Yeah, actually, so that's another thing we can get into here uh, talking t- while we're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like, here, finish uh, your finish your story about the the coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so like I was just working. I was just super tired. You know, when you're young, like you kind of really don't need it, and like yeah, definitely. And, like you can get up and you just fucking spring into action when you're young. Like it takes you two minutes to get woken up, and then you spring in action. So I was just always super tired, and I never liked it. So I would always do a lot of cream and sh- like cream and sugar. So I didn't really taste the coffee. Um, the reason I started getting into it was because I liked the effects. So I did like the fact that like within 20 minutes I was woken up. Like I was vivid. Like you could tell like instantaneously awake. I was 
I was firing in all cylinders and I liked that. So it allowed me to be, you know, cognitive super early and not like have to wait for my head to like kind of, you know, stop being foggy in the morning. It woke me up quick. That was why I liked it. And then just over time, it just started kind of acquiring a taste. And I don't know what it is, but in the last three years, dude, like I've become very like harsh with my drinks. Like I go out to drink now, I only order a Jameson on the rocks or if I'm not doing, if I'm not doing just shots. Grown up. Here, yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know. Like I literally bart like bartender. What do you want? Jameson on the rocks. Or I'm like a shot in a beer. Like that's literally the only two things that I drink now. And now I just drink black coffee. I don't know if I just over time. Do you acquired. sip your shots? Um, some people do that and I just find it. My parents do that. I find it a little. Yeah, weird. I, I, I do. If I have a beer, um, like that's what I'm saying, like that's why I asked because it's like you said you get a shot and a beer, so I'm thinking kind of chase you sip the shot, yeah, and then chase uh, it with the beer. It depends. I would say more than likely, no, more than likely, I'm probably doing the shot and then I'm just uh, casually the drinking the beer, and then I'll be like, hey, can I get another round? I will generally probably do two shots per beer. Um, yeah, like I'll have a shot. I'll probably like drink half my beer. Damn. And I'll be like, hey, can I get another shot? And then I'll finish my beer with my shot. And then uh, that's probably how I'm doing it. I'm more of just an old-fashioned type of guy. I've really grown into that, you know? Old-fashioned um, are great, bro. They're great. My, fam- my family, you know, my, both of my parents and my older brother, they love their bourbon and their whiskey. They love it. They drink, that's all they drink. They drink yep. that and, like, beer. There's yeah. no other mixed drinks. My mom, obviously, will drink, like, some girly drinks here and there, but. Um, they really put me onto the old fashioned and like, I was never a whiskey drinker or bourbon. Wasn't my thing. Never liked it. Would you drink and then, all the time? Yeah. Just, you know, when I would go out, I would always Pretty get vodka. You know, like y'all can make fun of me for this, but I used to just drink a vodka water lime, you know, cause you get it, you get, you get pretty lit. You, you don't get super dehydrated. So you wake up the next morning, you're feeling good. But you know what? I started drinking the old fashions and something about that. Like it's just the simple <laughs> syrup and, and the, and a good bourbon over over the over a block of ice just something about it man it's just it's just different there's a place near you actually um that does a really good old-fashioned um it's actually in so you're gonna hear the name originally just bear with me for a second so it's in newport richie but it's not actually newport richie it's okay it's it's like it's so small so it's called trinity is like oh okay yeah i know i've heard of trinity have you heard of fox hollow golf club no, I have not. Okay, so it's over in Trinity. It's like by J.W. Mitchell High School. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but long story short is there's a place over there that makes old fashions, but they smoke the glass first. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. And it sounds amazing. I never, I missed out on the opportunity to have it. I was pissed. I was pissed. Do you know the name of this place? I need to write. This no, down. I could find out though. My uncle who lives. Yes, over please there. definitely find out because that is right definitely right highway. up my alley. It's like literally, because you know how like there's always those um, on Highway 54, like there's like those uh, little shopping centers along all the way. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like a shopping center along the way of Highway 54 near Trinity. But um, I could definitely. Uh, yeah, find that I out. I need to know that. Might be able because I know where it is. I might be able to just Google map it and I could just send you it. Um, or I'll ask my uncle, but um, yeah, dude. So it sounds pretty good. Old fashions are great. That's a great drink. So old Love fashions it. got you into bourbon. Sounds like. Yeah. So it got me into bourbon um, and whiskey. Cause I mean, they're 
technically the same thing, but yeah, they're the not technically thing. the same thing. Like scotch is technically a whiskey too. Yeah, scotch, whiskey, bourbon, they're all in the same family, but they're all a little different. Differently, it's weird. Yeah. Personally, uh, I've been digging the Irish whiskey the most. That's yeah, just my personal well, preference. Bro, I'm a big Irish. I'm Jameson's like Jameson. If you're my dad loves JMO. Jameson, if you're listening, please, please, please be a sponsor. My sponsor. I, please, I love your shit, bro. And some of their commercials were fucking hilarious. I don't know if you remember their Jameson commercials from like probably five, six years ago, dude. Oh God, no. Fucking hilarious, dude. They had one where it was. <laughs> there was a great fire in ireland and john jameson ireland yeah and they're all and the fire was getting close to the jameson distillery and so john jameson went up to the dam and he broke the dam and he put out the fire and he's and it saved the distillery and all of ireland agreed catastrophe averted (laughs) (laughs) that That would be a big catastrophe for them over there like the whole city was burning, but they saved the distillery and all of Ireland. All that matters is the JMO. All that matters yeah. is the JMO. I love it. And yeah, dude, it's my favorite. And people try and ask, they're like, well, does it like burn? I'm like, I honestly, like, I thoroughly just enjoy the fucking taste. Like, that's why I can. I do too. Jameson. It's like, acquired. I, yeah. It, I, I can truly just drink the shots of Jameson and enjoy the taste of it. And I love it, man. It's, I'm a it's big acquired. Fan. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I love a, car bombs. Yeah. From what I've car heard. Car bombs with GMO? Don't, don't say that in uh, Ireland or England is from what I heard. Is when you call what, them. What? A car bomb? What, yeah, what do they call them there? Call it a car bomb in England or uh, Ireland when you order one. What do they call it? Uh, well, because car bombs are like what the IRA used. Oh. Yeah. So they would use like car bombs to blow people up. And um, so it's like a, it's just got like not a great connotation to it. If you were so, then why do they call them car bombs? Like, why do they call the drink know. the car I bomb? I, I would imagine it's probably started in the U.S. Is how we got the terminology. Um, like everything. Yeah, and um, but yeah. So apparently, like you call if you were like, hey, if you're in Ireland, you're like, can I get an Irish car bomb? They would be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> There's also one where it's like, uh, if you do, um. If you do uh, a Guinness and a Bass, so Bass beer, um, and you you can do like both of them in the same, and it's kind of black like tan. water where it separates, like yeah, little, black and tan. Yeah, yeah, exactly, black and tan. It's uh, apparently it's like I love after, black and tans. Yeah, it's like after a soldier or something like that. It's like the British soldiers they call them black and tans or something. Well, uh, so, so usually you do a lager and a dark beer. Yeah. So I, my favorite is like. Um, yingling actually makes a they make their own black and tan like it's branded as black and tan mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure it's a mix of the porter and the lager mm-hmm. i love it i love it i love yeah. yingling so i love have- their porter i love their dark beer and i love their lager so i mean the, dude the black and tans man i don't know if you've ever had one yeah get one well yeah, i haven't yeah. had the yingling black and tan but i've had a black- yeah you need to have a yingling black and tan Them we have are- a we have a, a english pub that's actually like it's probably like one of the most popular or famous uh, like breakfast places in Sacramento. It's called Fox and Goose. Uh, shout out. Amazing place. It sounds uh, Irish. It, it's fucking, it, it's not Irish. It's English. It's English. Oh, English. Oh, yeah, so- yeah. Sounds like it's from the UK. Yeah, it's still, Let it's me correct fun. myself. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, that's where I had the black and tan, but it was, they always use bass, like 
um, Bass and Guinness, and they would just pour both in. Um, great. I, I always loved them. Um, it would almost like it would mix too, like oil, like oil and water, separate, mm-hmm. fully separated. Loved it. Does so? Does the Yingling bottle do it too, or does it look like just kind of like a brackish? Yeah, it just it's just a dark it's just a dark thing. It's yeah, just mixed up. Yeah. It's good though. If you yeah. ever get to try it, next time you're here, you should, you know. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm so tight. Yingling doesn't sell on the other side of the Mississippi, bro. This is a great beer, man. They only stick to they're like in and out. They're like the in and out of beers. Like they stick to their East Coast. That's it. They don't leave. Well, they got two they got two uh uh two what do you call it? Warehouses, factories. Yeah. One right. one in PA where I live. Yeah. There's one in Tampa. Boxville. There's one in Tampa too. Yeah. I've been to the Tampa brewery. Have you been? Oh, really? To yeah. Have you been? No, to I it? actually haven't been to the Tampa. It's a good tour, dude. It's not bad. It's actually cool. I went there with my dad once to go to the tour and they weren't having a tour that day, but I do want to do it because I've done the tour of the Pottsville one. Yeah. Which it's is really quick cool. and simple. It's not, uh, and it's so, it's a bigger factory and they push way more than the one up in Pottsville like they push oh so yeah yeah 100 well dude the one up in Pottsville man that thing is, is it it's not big it's tiny oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know yeah. I had no idea no it's uh, not that big yeah and so this I it's, I lived actually in college like right by the Union factory like, yeah I could it's throw right off, it's right off of uh Bruceby Downs there. yeah I could throw a rock and hit the brewery um it was uh but it was a cool it was a cool cool tour it's like i think max total an hour um but then you get to yeah. try beer yeah you get the i was gonna say did you, did you, is the there sampling beer. that's the cool see the cool thing about the one up north is and a lot of people don't know this about yingling especially if they like yingling and they live here in tampa or like not in pennsylvania yingling sells a few beers that you can only buy in pennsylvania oh really so they make um like you couldn't they, buy it in tampa no you can't buy it here they only package and sell it in pennsylvania so they make an ipa actually okay it's called lord chesterfield's ale and up in the northeast it's just known as chetty like go get (laughs) go get some chetty let's go get some chetty that's what that means let's go get some chesterfields and dude i love it i'm not a big ipa guy but i love that shit i'm not either i hate ipas i hate ipas i I would i'll drink the the, too bitter uh, for me same i'll drink i'll drink their ipa though just because it's yingling it's good lower chesterfield yeah. i'm a big um, fan of yingling it was um uh before i moved out there my my uh uncle told me about it he goes because he's from he's the one who got me all into as my as you know my dad's family they're all from pa they're all some all from philly so all mm-hmm. philly boys uh philly shout yeah. out <laughs> yeah shout out philly go birds um so <laughs> he uh he told me, he was like, Hey man, you got to try this beer when you're out there. Yingling. Like it, it's just, it's killer. It's great. You'll love it. So that this kind of got the thought in my head when I was out there. Yeah, dude, I honestly, I, I really, really do like it. It's the best cheap beer you can get like hands down. And what I'm talking is like, you know, people like they love their really nice craft beers. They're expensive. They're, they're like stouts are really nice, all that. And it's like, yeah, Yingling is in the category of Budweiser, Bud Light, like. In terms of price, I hope. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, what you yeah. mean? Okay. And yeah, even I agree. alcohol by, by volume. It's a, it's a relatively inexpensive beer. Yeah, it, it's, it's a cheap one. It's like what you would suggest. It's in that category of like PBR, all that kind of crap. But, but Yingling is the quality. far superior in taste, everything to it. It's not even yeah. like. 
you know when you drink a Bud Light and you kind of feel like it's super foamy and it's like almost watery? Yeah, watery, very filling. Yeah. Yingling does not, people I'm yeah, telling nah. you, Yingling does not taste watery. It doesn't taste, it tastes like an actual, like a beer is the best way I can describe it. It tastes well, like yeah, it's beer. Yeah, it's not just a, it's not yeah. just a watered down Bud Light. Exactly. It's not like, like Budweiser, even a full Budweiser when it's a full lager, like bro, it's, it's straight up you can kind of taste like the water that they infuse with it. You know what I mean? Or they make it with, and you're like, eh, eh, eh. but Yingling bro it tastes like you're actually drinking a fucking beer. Like I, I love it. Uh, Everyone has it on sale too. Always. It's always cheap. Oh, we went to, we went to see the fight last week at a, this dive bar here. Oh, um, hold on before we get into this. Cause I want to talk about the fights too. Let me right. grab another cup of coffee and then we'll get into this one. All right. All right. I'm going to grab one too. All right. All right. Um, okay. So you were going, you, we were talking about beer and you were talking about how you went and saw the fights, but let's, do you remember what you were saying about? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was just going to say, I went to the dive, went to this dive bar, uh, press box. I've been there. Press box. It's pretty cool. It's a cool, good place. Yeah, good and you know, we, this kind of also brings us back to the earlier, like to buying drinks to having to look. So I wasn't really looking at the prices we were paying for drinkies. Yeah. And uh, they come out with the bill. And between me and Jordan, we had gotten like, I don't know, like five or six Yinglings. Looked at the bill. 250 a piece. Jesus. Two fi- 250 $2.50 for a pint oh, of, of Yingling. Sorry, I just smoked. I was thinking 250 No. <laughs> I was like- Damn, Kyle. No, $2.50 for a pint of Yingling. Dude, that's cheap as fuck. Yeah, that's... In a bar? You're talking almost dollar beers at that point. Like, Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. you have three Yinglings, yo. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I'm definitely feeling a little, little tipsy. So, I want to switch topics here real quick. Um, and you brought up the fights, and there's something I want to vent about. Um. So what sugar Sean O'Malley getting, getting beat. Sorry. Literally what I want to talk about. So now I, I, I watched this guy, Brendan Schaub. Um, he's been on like Joe Rogan before I, I personally, okay. So I didn't want to like Brendan Schaub like at all. Like I didn't want to like him. Because, who, who is he? Who is he exactly? So he is, his background is he was a um, MMA fighter. I think he okay. went pro too. Like he actually was pro in the UFC for a couple years and I think, I don't know, but from what I've picked up on is he kind of was forced to quit. I think he had a lot of, like, head injuries. I think he was getting, like, CTE. Okay. That. Um, and it kind of forced him to quit. And to be honest, I think also, I think he just wasn't, like, not to be a dick, but, like, he wasn't good enough to, like, he, I don't think he was ever going to win. He, he was getting his head beat in. And he wasn't, wasn't going to win a title. And he wasn't, yeah, and he wasn't very popular. Right. Okay, so, so I, I pick up what you're laying down. Yeah, so he's now, he's, like, into comedy, and he does podcasts. He's got, like, four podcasts, bro. Like, the dude busts his ass. Um, now, I didn't want to like him because the way he looks is he looks like every douchebag villain in, like, any 80s movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Hair slicked back. Yeah, like, I didn't want to like him. But dude's funny. He's a cool dude. Um, anyway, so he was talking about the UFC fight. And he was talking about Sean O'Malley and he goes, you know, you have to give it to Cheeto because he, he goes those leg kicks is like, he's all, 
I don't want to say directly caused the sprained ankle that he got, but he goes definitely certainly didn't help. I, uh, just, I think I think it definitely played a part, big part. That's the thing. I really but don't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I read a good oh, article about it. Let, let, right. let me get my vents out real quick. Um, so the reason being is I would argue that being a fighter, you're going to be able to, while yes, leg kicks are devastating and it's not like your leg's not meant to get kicked that much no matter what, but like to a certain degree, you can bear it because you're a fighter and like your body's kind of expects that. It's probably been through it before. It, it, it's familiar to it. Um, now, that being said, what I, I really do, I don't know a lot about fighting. And yes, there's a, there's a chance, yes, because his leg was kind of numb from the leg kick, so he misstepped to cause him to sprain his ankle. But from what I know, I know sprained ankles. I, yeah, me too. I know sprained ankles. So I may not know fighting, but I know sprained ankles. And I have, when I say that, I'm not talking about like I've had a couple in my life. I'm talking I've had probably upwards of 15 Minimum. Well, I mean, yeah, you played basketball, so I feel yeah, like if there's any sports going to happen, and it's going to be that one. Exactly. I've sprained ankles enough. And what I can tell you is he got hurt in a couple fights prior. Yeah. Hurt his leg. About five months ago. Yeah, hurt his leg. And what I saw, I, I watched the fight, and I, it did lag in a couple parts, so maybe I missed a couple of, like, massive things in the leg kicks. But from what I saw – when he actually like got hurt, like the one that really did it, when I watched it, I was like, oh. And I, I, from what I saw, it was like, he misstepped. And because he has bad ankles, like I do, you can roll your ankle really bad and really easily. Mm-hmm. And once he did it, I was like, oh, he misstepped. And I was like, and he sprained. I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, he sprained his ankle bad. Immediately. You can see it in the video. That yeah, he just, it like, rolls up like, on him. The way he goes, and I was like, he, he – just misstepped, caught his ankle like Luka Doncic did last night. Oh, I don't Luka even Doncic want to talk about it. one of the best it. athletes in the shout world. Out to, shout out to the Mavs. Yeah, and, <laughs> and my thing is, is like, but I would give credit to Cheeto because it's like, you go into those fights knowing that anything can happen. Oh, like, I don't blame Cheeto for fucking yeah, for beating him or anything. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't take away from him either. Everybody goes, it's like D.C., he went the last. I think Sean that, would have won, but he was he was fighting with he was fighting with uh, one eye. The round. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I saw but that. Like every now and then, you, like it happens. That's why we went to press box to watch those fights. Exactly, you play with who's on the court. You can't injuries are part of the game. It happens, but like, dude, I got railed on social media for putting that opinion out there, and like really? railed and. I don't think it really bothers me. For you got for the opinion that you know you go into the fight knowing that injuries are a possibility, or what was what was exactly opinion, the opinion? My opinion was the leg kicks, like the leg kicks, didn't really like affect him spraining his ankle. Was I was like, See, I would, I, I disagree. I know, and so did everybody commenting on it. So I mean, it wasn't alone. You weren't alone, but like, well, I in the technical sense, yeah, I'm sure it's. Yeah, I think you're right. Just like how if you keep eating a fucking jab for three rounds, in round four, it's going to be a lot easier to fucking KO you. Like, yeah, of course, in the technical technicality. But I'm like, if I when I was watching it immediately, I'm like, he misstepped, rolled his ankle. He has bad ankles. He can eat like he has a history of it. Um, I would argue. I would argue that I. I he could have easily played through it or like fought through it. Like, I mean, I've played basketball on a sprained ankle, like the day, I, like multiple. Oh, you're fighting another human being. 
And you right. can't, there's no, there's really no break. True. But in fighting, you don't need, maybe, and maybe I'm wrong because I really don't know fighting that well, but like, I, I would argue that you need your ankles way more in basketball than in False. fighting. False. Well, I, I think you need them both in, in, in both. But here's the thing. When you're fighting, you knock out. It comes from – it's because what happens is when you get it hit – comes legs. Yeah, it, it, it hits. It gets sent through, sent, sent through your legs and comes back up, and that's how you get knocked out. Right. Now, so speaking of – basketball, on, you're stopping and starting constantly side to side. I think, I think they're both needed in, in any sport. And it doesn't matter what fucking sport you're playing. You go at literally any time again just from – It doesn't matter what sport you're playing. You need your ankles. Now, I'll give you my take on Sugar Sean here. Um, I read an article and actually it gave me a little more insight and, you know, they talked about the whole leg kick thing and, uh, how it could be very detrimental to a fighter. And here's here, I'll give you, give you a couple examples. Someone like Anderson Silva, who's trained his whole life in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That man can take, can give leg kicks like it's his job because his shins are made of steel. His head are used to it. They've been, he's been doing it his whole life. Whereas sugar, huh? Broke what? his shin doing it. Yeah, well, there you go. That there, there's someone who's been he he's been doing it his whole life, and he still broke his shin. But you know what? If anyone has shins of steel, it'd be someone like that. Not Sugar Sean O'Malley, who don't get me wrong, great fighter. I think he has a huge future. But you know, he was he fought like an undefeated person who had a night and leg injury before still won the fight. So he had that like reckless abandon where, you know, he didn't feel like he needed to protect his legs like that because, you know, last time he, he hurt himself, he won, but he hasn't been training Brazilian jujitsu his whole life. So his shins and his ankles aren't that strong. Well, you mean not that they're not strong, but they're not like, what? You mean Muay Thai jujitsu is grappling. Sorry. My my fault. I, I misspoke. Um, so he hasn't been doing it his whole life like someone like Anderson Silva. So, he, you know, and, and a lot of times when they do train and they're doing kicks, they ha- they're wearing, like, pads over their shins. So it doesn't hurt. And then, you know, okay, so if that's the case, when you take those pads off and you really start kicking someone, bro, you, someone, like, turns their knee out and blocks your kick, their, the your, your shin hits their, their knee square on, you're, you'll break your leg. Yeah, but isn't the thing was – he was getting kicked by Cheeto, and that's what. Like, no, he started getting kicked by Cheeto because Cheeto noticed that he hurt himself. Okay, so that's what I. And Cheeto be. didn't even attack his bad leg; he attacked his good leg. Okay, and so that's he, why he went right down. That's why. That's what I must have missed then, because I thought people were saying Cheeto kicking his legs is what caused him to spray no, no. people, and I was like, "There's no, no fucking way." No, that's not it. It's because okay, okay. he he was kicking with reckless okay, abandon. Then, okay. Now and I, I didn't even know this until I really watched this fight and like read things after it. Like I didn't really know that kicking like that could be very, very dangerous for the fighter. Like the person doing the well, kick. Yeah, that's what that's exactly it can, it can, that's what Anderson Silva did. He he yeah. went kicked and the guy blocked it and he snapped his ankle. Yeah, but exactly. The reason is is so Joe Rogan was talking about this. I think it was UFC. It was whatever one Cody Garbarant. I think it was UFC fifty. Um Cody Garbarant, like knocked the shit out of that guy literally at the buzzer in round two when he like ducked and oh, came yeah. over and just fucking full torque haymakered him on the jaw. Um, Joe Rogan was talking about that and he goes, everybody's practicing these low calf kicks because it can really fuck with a fighter and it really fucks up a fighter and it takes away their whole offense if you can fuck up their calf. And he goes, but the problem is, is if somebody checks it right, 
you can fuck up your shin. And he goes, you can do, he's like, until people exactly. check it. And he's like, until we, people check it and you get another Anderson Silva, he's like, you're probably going to see the leg kick for a very, very long time. Oh. He Joe Rogan is just he's on another level of knowledge uh, in every aspect, but especially with fighting. Obviously, he's been with UFC like since day one. But well, he also, I think he, I think he practiced judo for a very yeah. Long he time. he does he does like MMA like yeah. That like he practiced judo from like he knows old, and then he's now I think he's also a black belt in jujitsu. So he's like a he's yeah an incredible person at judo, and then he's like um, whatever black belt in whatever level black belt in Brazilian jujitsu. So like. He's gonna yeah, he's sick. I'm not. I would never want to mess with him. But you know, I just I was never. You know, I've been. I've always like you know had a little interest in UFC and and boxing and stuff. Yeah. But I hadn't really gotten into it until like the past year because Pablo actually like he he, he Pablo likes sports. He doesn't really have any sports teams, but he loves UFC. He loves watching a good fight, and he got me into it. And I mean, now I love it. I mean, there's a fight on tonight. I think what's his name? Uh, who's fighting? Former former lightweight champions fighting oh, with a, uh, a feather. Eddie, um, yeah, Ed, Frankie. yeah, Frankie Edgar. Yeah, I mean, dude, like that's just like this. It's it's almost like the Saturday vibe now. Like, oh, Brendan, this fight on this weekend. Brendan Schaub says he's gonna get wrecked tonight, though. Frankie uh, Edgar, yeah, I think I think I think his career is like on its down. I mean, I think it's been on the down slope, but I think this, I think this might be it. Like yeah. DC last week, that was it for him. Yeah. Um, so my, uh, what I liked about it, uh, I, I too, like I was never really a big MMA fighter because especially when UFC first started, because it was a lot of like grappling and like kind of more wrestling and it was just like ground and pound and, and because my knowledge of fighting really wasn't that good. And that's, that was my problem. It's still not good, but like. I was like, this is so fucking boring. And then, you know, that was my, that was my oh, take on it too. Like, it's yeah. just, Oh, they're wrestling. Now you know, there, there are some that still do that. Listening to Brendan Shaw, hearing them talk about it. Now, when I watch it and I'm still very, very novice level, but like now, even if they're wrestling on the ground, like it's a little bit more interesting to me because I can see um, like, and maybe I don't know what they're trying to do or like what they're trying to, um, uh, like if they're trying to get a submission, but I can tell where I'm, I'm picked up on enough where I'm like, Oh, he's trying to like, he's trying to get this arm or, and he's trying to do something to get control. But like, you can see him trying to make his move now, what he's trying to do. I'm not really sure probably, but most times, but I, I can see him trying to play in his moves now. Like I can see the thinking behind it and the strategy a little more. And so it, it honestly makes it a lot more interesting to me. And I really do like it. The two yeah. sports I'm telling you right now, dude, the two sports that I'm really, really into are soccer and MMA right now. Like, I mean, for me, it's, it's MMA and hawk. Um, dude, honestly, I love UFC. I like watching it. It's fun. Dude, um, you know what? A lot of, a lot of times the non-pay-per-view, like the free fights on like ESPN and shit, they're a lot of the best fights. Cause you know, those guys are, they're fighting for something. Rapid. You know? That's why I was seeing the they're fighting. Like the, the prelims are I'm like in the prelims you're probably gonna see a lot more KOs because you're gonna see like a, a prelim That's... like middleweight bout, dude. You're talking about two dudes, one eighty five, who are trying to probably get a contract with the Exactly, uh, exactly. UFC. Well, it's the same with Sugar Sean. Like Yeah, he's like he's there to fucking KO you. He's he's there to fucking knock your ass out, yeah. get a he's fat there. contract and get paid. Make and they all want that, so they're all fighting. The only thing I don't like about USC, and I think that there needs to be some rule changes, and this is just my opinion, so, you know, 
whatever. You, did you watch that Usman fight a few weeks yeah, ago versus Masvidal? Yeah. Bro, I fucking hate when people fight like that, where they just yeah. fucking put him in the clinch and, and hit him, put him up against the fucking the chains or whatever. And it's like and that's the whole fight. In the clinch and the, it's like a ground and pound on the fence. It's it's, but it's not, even, it's not even as interesting as watching a ground and pound. At least with the ground and pound, you know, he's actually out there like – on top of the guy fucking throwing haymakers you know and shit. When it, when it gets Usman's like a bitch, that, bro. when it gets like that, you have what it generally is. Cause I've seen another fight like that where Holly Holmes did that to somebody in her last fight. I can't remember who it was, but she just clenched her because she couldn't, she was better on the ground, but the other girl had like good enough defense where like Holly couldn't really keep her on the ground. And then she wasn't going to try and, uh, stand up and strike with Holly because I think they were about even or Holly was just so good. Like so good. Cause she was like a European kickbox champion, Holly Holmes. Uh, so it was weird. So Holly was like, well, what I can do is manhandle her, put her on the fence <laughs> and just knee the shit out of her and body her and she'll win that fight. It's you kind of take it. Like when he gets to that point, I'm like, all right, they know they can beat him this way, but everywhere else, like he wasn't going to stand up with, masvidal because well that's what i'm saying he wasn't going to stand up or have the chance of getting fucking taken to the ground by masvidal because if he did he's over for him well no no, he wasn't good enough to keep masvidal on the ground he wanted to get masvidal on the ground because i thought but masvidal is a ground and pound type of fight no 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 masvidal is a really good stand-up striker he's like a really really good stand-up striker that's why uzman was trying to get him to the floor and was not trying to fight with him because every time they were striking Masvidal could yeah he would he's one. faster he's he's faster he's got power he's His a better striking ability is 10 times better than Usman's like he didn't come into the league uh or into the UFC known for his uh wrestling like well, U- Usman that's what he's known for he was a he was a college wrestling champion if you didn't yeah, know he's that. a, that's that's his movie uh yeah. Masvidal was trying like for his whole training camp like he just brought in like all American wrestlers and was like basically trying to prevent takedowns. I was just practicing takedown defense and he did well. I mean, he saw this was the only way he could beat him. And I mean, well, I Usman think- will never win a fight by knockout. He'll never, he'll never gain a fan base because his fights aren't exciting. Well, I mean, didn't he, what did he do? Yeah. I don't, I mean, but same with like, he's like 16 and oh, I don't think it. Pablo. Pablo. Oh, I don't think Usman has any knockouts. He's like 16 or 17 and 0 with like no knockouts. Uh, all- are you talking about Israel? Because Israel. Usman. Usman. Usman's not an. Or is Usman undefeated? I thought Usman was, uh, was not undefeated. No, he's 17 and 1. Yeah. Okay, 17 and 1. So I was, I, I, I was one off. How many, how many are by knockout or TKO? Um, Seven. He has seven by knockout, one by submission, nine by decision. Yeah. He has and one loss, and the loss was by submission. He beat Colby Covington. When he beat Colby Covington, he knocked him out. He's uh, So he won gold at the NCAA Division II Wrestling Champions in 2010 in the 174 pound division. The UFC. Two knockouts? Yeah. How many fights does he have in the UFC? Uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So out of twelve fights, he has two knockouts. Yeah, but he has a lot of unanimous decisions, which I'm imagine. I don't know how he won those fights, but 
Well, I mean, bro, if you have someone held in the clinch the whole time and you're the only one striking, you're going to win by decision. I don't know. I didn't watch the fight, so I don't know if he won like that or if he, you know, if he just was beating the shit out of him and couldn't knock him out sort of thing. Um, but, which is, let's see, significant strikes landed per minute, four and a half. That's not bad. I feel like that's not I don't know stats like that, so you'd have to enlighten me. Yeah, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole right there with that. But um, we probably sound very ignorant talking about UFC right now. But what I will say is I Why? Am- Why? We, we don't sound ignorant. We're the fucking consumer. We're the people paying to watch the fight. I want to pay to watch a fight that's going to be yeah, we're entertaining. Having, yeah, right. But we're having opinions on the fight. And we could be sounding a lot like Stephen A, where Stephen A was like, Conor McGregor didn't show us anything this fight. And you're like, what are you talking about? He knocked out Cowboy Cerrone in 45 seconds. We showed that he's one of the best strikers this world's ever I seen. Own, I, I personally would disagree and say Usman is still a fucking bitch. He <laughs> fights like a bitch. The fact that you're in the UFC and you don't want to stand up and strike, bro, come on. Go back to wrestling. Yeah, but it's how you win, bro. It's, oh, sure, it's how you win. But like, I like I said, he's never gonna gain a fan base. He's not exciting. Striker. As soon as he gets knocked out once or twice, his career is gonna be done. He's not gonna come back because you know what? He's gonna lose a fight or two, and people are gonna figure it out how to beat him, and that's gonna be it. His career is gonna be done. Well, once I mean, that's how he, he's either gonna have to he's gonna get beat, and and people are gonna figure it out, and he's gonna have to change his fighting style. You know what I mean? If they can, if they can avoid the clinch and going to the ground with him, in 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 wrestling, there you could beat him. All you, have, you know, Masvidal was close to fucking knocking him out. There was there was one or two little times there where Masvidal got a couple nice little nice little combos in there, and you know, Usman man, and he took a couple more, could have been close. Um, yeah, I. I mean, Masvidal, I, I think if they had fought, Mas, like, actually stood up and strike, Masvidal would won. Um, 100%. Usman's not going to – I don't think he'll be he'll, he'll be there much longer. You know who I really like is this guy Darren Till. Yeah, I like Darren Till too. Actually, yeah, I've yeah, seen a couple of sets. I thought he did well. It was he's unfortunate. Filthy. Yeah, he's, a, he's a heavyweight, right? No, no, no. He's a middleweight. He's a middleweight. Middleweight. Uh, Dude, he, the weight classes screw with me. He <laughs> – He's a middleweight. He's one. He used to be welterweight. He moved up to 185. Uh, All right. So, so what? It goes like featherweight. So I don't. I, I can't remember the. Order. I always have to look this up. Let me look this up because me and Pablo talk about it. Because there's like ten different divisions. Yeah, featherweight's 135. Badminton is. Uh, bantam, you mean? Bantam. Bantam. <laughs> I always say badminton. Uh, bantam weight is 145. I think. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Lightweight is 155, welterweight's 170, middleweight's 185, lightweight's 205, and then heavyweight I think is anything over 225. It's 225 and above. So All right. No, you're wrong. What is it? All right. So flyweight 125, bantamweight 135, featherweight 145, lightweight 155. Um the rest super li- super lightweight 165, welterweight 170. Super welter one seventy five middleweight one eighty five super Are you middle. On the UFC or that sounds like boxing. There's a lot. Uh, no, this is mixed mixed martial arts weight classes. Do UFC's weight classes? That's yeah, that's what it. It's the unified rules for uh, um, all uh, professional mixed martial arts. 
Okay. Well, let, me, let me let me let me go on on. No, no, you have it. They just they, there's some of them that uh, UFC doesn't have. So yeah. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. There's some weight classes that they don't have. Like um, they don't have super flyweight or super featherweight. They only have. Okay, so here this is this is what they have: flyweight, bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight, welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, one eighty five, heavyweight, two hundred five. Yeah. Minimum two hundred five. I guess there is a max for heavyweight. One's two sixty five. So apparently. According to this, two sixty five. No, because it's, ma- like it's a max weight. I was gonna say I've never heard of a max weight and heavyweight, but I was gonna say because isn't Derrick Henry like two two seventy three or something? Derrick Henry, the the running back? No, 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 no. The who's the dude who has a big ass hands who just set the record for the most? T, uh, I thought it was Derrick Henry. He just fought the uh, damn it. John Jones is still ranked as the men's top pound for pound fighter. Flyweight, bantamweight, featherweight. It's gonna piss me off. Lewis, Derek Lewis. That's who it was. Derek Lewis. He's like two seventy three, two sixty. Never mind. I'm right. I'm off. I'm gonna shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I think, so it's like, they always talk about too, is they're all, once you get to like welterweight, like that's where KOs start coming in and at heavyweight, they can come in at like, literally everybody has one punch. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I think I want, I want to see Francis and Ganu fight Miocic. That's going to be a good fight someday. You've already fought. But I'm saying for the title. Uh. Yeah, I think John Bones, Jones, and uh, Stipe will, will be a great fight, too. I think they're going to set up for a fight there. What is, what is John Bones, Jones? What, what, what weight class? He's lightweight, 205. Oh, okay. But he's I, big. He's like a big dude. He's like 6'4", 6'5". Like he, he looks like he walks around at 230. What? All right, so explain this to me. Explain an interim belt to me. Do you know this? Like, I don't I don't get I don't get how that works. Is that like when yeah. someone gets hurt and they just need someone to fuck with the belt until they come back or well, it's like yeah, it's cause like he maybe they're gone on injury or uh they're refusing to fight. Like could be kept refusing to fight because he didn't want to like deal so, with Yeah, it. I see Justin Gaethy is the interim champion right he now. Beat the, he beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. Justin Gaethy? Yes. Justin Gacy Gaethy beat the yeah, Gaethy. shit out of Tony Ferguson, dude. There Tony Ferguson had a massive uppercut, I think, at the end of round of two. That was gnarly. I thought he was going to win the fight. Um, but it was right at the end of the round, so Gaethje got to, like, gather himself for a minute, like, an actual minute, and, like, during the break, and then just came out and started lighting uh, Tony Ferguson. He, 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 for fucking four and a half rounds, just stood there and beat the living shit out of Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson – couldn't do anything about it. Like it, it, it wasn't like he was. Uh, I'm talking like like gnarly hits, dude. Like significant strikes. Like every single hit he landed almost seemed like it was a significant strike. It's it's a fun sport to watch, man. I love it. Got I, into yeah, it. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. There's no bullshit. There's no bullshit. That's another reason why I like hockey's because there's there's no bullshit. 
Yeah. I mean, soccer is pretty cool too, in my opinion, because dude, you get no commercials. Like you get like, you literally get like a massive chunk of time of watching a sport with like no interruption. I mean, that's how hockey is. There's like no commercial breaks until the period ends. And then it's like commercials for 20 minutes. You get 45 minutes of like just uninterrupted sport, just constantly playing. And it's like, sometimes it goes over. It's like 50 minutes generally every half. It's great. It's fucking great. And the intermissions are like well, same thing with uh, UFC too. There's no fucking well, your pay per view, so I guess there is no commercials. But in soccer, everybody always and it's like you know the big thing that everybody says about soccer is they're like, oh, it's such a fucking pussy sport. Like they they flop all the time. Definitely. Yeah, but there's a lot of the times when it comes to like when they sell it, they're one, they're trying to get them to get a car sure. or get a foul. But two, a dude in hockey, a lot of the times. They're uh, what they'll do is like if they have the lead and it's like 87 minutes and then like the other person gets a foul, they'll roll around and roll around and sell yeah, it's it. a waste of time. Exactly, time wasting. They just time waste. They just want to get it. Yeah, it's annoying. Dude, I, I draw so many penalties in hockey when I play. I think I have to be the lead leader in penalties drawn. I, yeah, flop. dude, all the time. You or flop. or honestly, I don't flop. Not that bad. But dude, this dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like I get people to retaliate. Like. I'm not. I didn't purposely do this to this guy in my last game, but I, I, I uh, went for the stick lift. Do you know what that is? Yeah, where you lift their sticks. You lift their sticks so they can't catch the pass, or if they're on the puck, it takes them off the puck. Yeah. So I lifted. I went to lift this guy's stick, and I missed the stick, and I, I hit him in the face. So it's high sticking. I don't know how the ref didn't see it because he was literally right in front of us. And then like I like high stick, and like, it was an accident. I didn't mean to do it. I wasn't trying yeah. to hit the guy. And he like got mad and like turned, like stopped playing the puck number one and i mean anyone in any sport fucking knows you don't fucking stop until the whistle blows yeah so this guy stopped and i t- and he stopped like turned because i was like trailing him like to his to the like on his right hip and he like stopped and turned and i just like took the puck dude and he just like came down with a chop and like right on my hands right in front of the ref and the ref called him and he got like so tight he was getting all mad like screaming at me screaming at the ref because like i mean i high sticked him i won't lie i I should have gotten called for a penalty, but he didn't call it. Yeah. So then the guy got two minutes in the box, and we scored a goal. <laughs> so, although I didn't score the goal, I scored the goal. I was uh, – I, 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 I would talk a lot of shit. I was a big shit talker in sports. I don't know why. Like in college, I was at least. In college, I, talk, I talked shit on the floor all the time. I feel it's part of the game. Yeah, even more so than just being a cocky prick. It's more, you know, get into the other guy's heads. You, you yeah, can really fuck up the off, flow. Off the rhythm, they don't. They're focused on like retaliating to you. They're not focused on the game. Um, yeah, I mean, I also liked it because it just was. It, it got me engaged in the game because I'm like, all right, now I got like, now this is personal. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it gets it can throw people off, man. Yeah. I uh, I definitely agree with that. I man, I miss, I miss playing college was so fun too. Just you could play for hours, dude. You because you would have nothing to do in between uh, classes. You could have like, or you'd be out by two. So you could just go to the gym for like three fucking hours before you did anything. And just play. That's that. what that. Speaking of the gym, that's where we're about to go as soon as we're done here. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I get that. Is that why Mans is shifting, walking back and forth in the background? <laughs> no nah, he's cleaning something up back there <laughs> when, when's the cutoff when do you want to when you gotta go um 
can we do one thirty? We're in now. Can we do one thirty? I mean, we can. I can. We can always pick 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 back up later if you want to talk about more. Bro, we, we actually, sure. actually, I want to. I want to do another one. I'm thinking maybe tomorrow we could do another one. Dude, I like this is fun. Recording. What's tomorrow? Sunday. Yeah, I think tomorrow we. I want to do another one because I want to talk more sports. I want to talk a little bit more about um, NBA. Uh, if you want to record at night, I'm recording with Bulls tomorrow morning. I mean, yeah, dude, I'll do tomorrow night. I don't care. Okay. Um, not not really doing much tomorrow either because, I mean, just today we're going to go do this. we got to go uh, get, picking up some furniture. We've been living in our apartment for almost a month with no living room furniture, so exciting. College. Bro, that's such a young college. Like, <laughs> I know, right? And like apartment. Bro, I'm the same way. So my apartment uh, right now, I'm uh, living with Lynn for uh, just – whatever but um long story short was i was looking around her apartment and how different it is from mine like her towels everything's like actual towels do you don't know what towels are i have oh god an old towel from you LA stole them from fucking hotel la fitness oh uh, my god I, like, I happen to have i had like a t-shirt um and then i have like one or two that are like actual towels and i was like kyle Man, do I'm yourself good. a favor go to target and buy a fucking pack of towels they're like 20 bucks okay but here's the thing i'm actually a great cleaner though like i okay you could clean your body well but if you're drying it off with a fucking moldy like towel cleaning <laughs> my apartment um no no i have like an actual bat like for shower towels i have like actual bath towels but like i'm talking about like hand towels like all that shit to like dry shit uh like your pans and stuff like that but Anyways, anyways, brother. Uh, we can yeah. Let's stop it. Um, we can talk tomorrow. Just shoot me. Let's some do money. it. Um, we did an hour and a half, bro. I mean, like we 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 did a good good show today. I'm not perturbed at all. So, all right, all right, brother. Well, hey, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna no, thank you for having me on. Shout out to everyone listening. Thank you so much.